An Instagram post gets an unexpected boost. A TikTok catches in the algorithm. Sometimes that's all it takes to launch someone into internet fame. But then what? This Blew Up is a new podcast documentary that reveals how social media stardom is made. It's a different kind of fame that's not always as glamorous as it looks. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Alyssa Bereznak. You can listen to This Blew Up on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. Welcome to another episode of Recipe Club, the podcast where we debate the best way to cook the things you want to eat. My name is Chris Ying, and this week we are exploring the wild world of frozen pie crusts. Some of my earliest food memories are of pie. I remember when I was five years old eating at a restaurant called Polly's Pies in Long Beach, California, with my dad while my mom was up the street waiting to be admitted to the hospital to give birth to my baby brother. And we used to eat a lot of pie restaurants back then. I don't, I don't know why we ever stopped because the kind of restaurant where dinner is basically the same exact dish as dessert, just with a different filling is a pretty rare and special breed. We would go to Marie Callender's and Caro's and Polly's. And this is the kind of pie I grew up with commercially made pies made in a factory or a commissary somewhere and baked in the restaurant or sold frozen so that you could take home and bake it at home. But we never, ever made our own pie. Since then, I have married into a pie family. My wife's mother learned how to make pie crusts and pies from her mother and sister-in-law who have won all kinds of blue ribbons, like dozens and dozens of blue ribbons from state fairs in the Berkshires, local county fairs. These are the kinds of pie people who would probably rather lose an arm than for you to find a pre-made frozen pie crust in their freezer. I have learned over many years of spending time with my wife's family, never to compliment a pie made by someone outside the family. They are all garbage. <laughs> I've also learned that even if you bring a completely unrelated non-pie dessert to a family function, it will still be subject to comparison to the family pie. Pie is king and we are all but lowly subjects of the pie. So suffice it to say, uh, it's been quite a while since I've had a frozen pie crust. And when I went to buy one to make the recipe for this episode, I realized that they generally come in two packs. So after making this week's recipe, I had one left over in the freezer. And I got to say, even knowing that my mother-in-law will probably hear this episode, frozen pie crusts are pretty damn helpful to have around. So the other day I was 
completely and utterly without a dinner plan. I had to work later that night. So I needed to make something that my wife could heat up and serve to the kids as she was single parenting for the rest of the day. And this spare pie crust in the freezer was just beckoning to me. So I took it out of the freezer. I docked it with a fork a bunch of times and I threw it in the toaster oven for like 15 minutes and got to work on this filling. I microwaved three or four frozen chicken thighs uh, in the any day, started sauteing some carrots, potatoes, and onions with butter in a, in a big pan. And once those were no longer raw, I hacked it up, tossed it into the pan with all the juices and the meat, seasoned it with fish sauce and like a little half spoonful of the chicken bouillon paste, a little agave, black pepper, and then kept sort of sauteing all of that until it was, you know, 40, 50, 60% cooked through. I sprinkled that with some all-purpose flour, stirred that around, cooked some of the rawness out, and then added milk and let it come to a simmer and then just shut it off. So I had this really, frankly, pretty delicious chicken pot pie filling sitting on the stove in already baked pie crust. And so I just left Jamie with that and instructions to fill the pie crust and then top it with this roll of some kind of Pillsbury dough that she had bought, cut a couple slips slits in it and then bake it. And when I got home from work at like midnight, I ate the hell out of that pie. Would my in-laws approve of it? Definitely not. But, um, very, very delicious. Anyway, that is not the recipe that we are <laughs> discussing today. Today, we have a Michigan taco pie courtesy of listener Brian Alexander. Brian is a self-described big white boy, and he's had to swear off this recipe in recent years just to keep his health uh, going, but he remains a strong proponent of the Midwestern culinary canon, which you'll hear in just a second. After that, Stick around to hear from Brian Ford and Priya Krishna as we three all tackle the taco pie for ourselves. As always, join the Major Domo Media Discord to participate in all kinds of Recipe Club related conversations and just generally interesting conversations at large. There's all kinds of kooky stuff being talked about in there. And don't forget to switch over to the Recipe Club TV feed if you want to see video footage of Brian, Priya, and myself taking on this Midwestern delicacy. And finally, if you would be so kind to rate and subscribe to both of these feeds, I would be your best friend. Thanks. Brian Alexander. Yes. You look like a man in, in, in fine, fine health. I, well, I look that way. <laughs> I bring this up because uh, I think you're trying to kill us with this recipe you submitted. <laughs> and it doesn't look like you're somebody who's been eating this thing. That's why I haven't made it in 10 years. I made it an hour ago just to revisit it. <laughs> uh, Brian, what do you do when you're not um, trying to kill podcasters with uh, uh, heart attacks? <laughs> Well, I retired two years ago, right at the start of COVID, and uh, um, I was an environmental engineer. But right now, I live out in the woods on a river. I go hunting, and uh, as a matter of fact, this taco pie I made today was made with venison. So, Whew. okay, so you you invoke the name. Tell us the tell us the dish that you have brought to the recipe club for consideration. It's taco pie. That's what my mom wrote in the cookbook she gave me when I went off to college. She bought a new Betty Cracker cookbook. Okay, so this is this is mom's recipe. This is something you grew up eating. Yes. All right. So tell me about tell me about that. You how often was she making this for you? Was this a household favorite? Uh, she wouldn't make that often, especially she knew I liked it. Typically, yeah, it was started out my. Uh, birthday favor was spaghetti but i think i switched to taco pie at some point and uh <laughs> okay so and and uh you actually submitted this i think not just as a taco pie or at least as it was communicated to me this was a a michigan taco pie is that what we well call this that's thing? what i put in the email but uh it's the only i can only imagine it's uh midwest all right but and then you just you also just characterize it as like more of a general midwestern thing what do you what do you sort of mean by that it's just easy to make. You just add stuff into the pan, mix it up. And it's uh, 
pretty loaded up with, like you said, with calories. And uh, <laughs> we get cold winters here, Chris. So, <laughs> yeah, this was a this was a doozy to eat at ninety five degrees. It sounds like you just made this just now to uh, to double check. Yeah. Did, did anything occur to you? Did did you feel like this held up to your own standards when you gave it a shot? It tasted exactly the way I remember it. <laughs> Yeah, there wasn't a lot to mess up. And it didn't matter whether you use ground beef or ground venison. It, it, by the time you mix everything else in there, it, it, it all tastes the same. Uh, and you, Scott, you've got olives listed on here as, as optional. Are they really optional or are they, I mean, like, I'm just wondering why they're optional here. Uh, they weren't in the recipe my mom gave me, but uh, but I like black olives, so I started throwing them in there. So that that's the Brian twist. That's the yeah. that's the this is that's what that's what makes this a Brian taco pie and not a Michigan taco pie. Yeah, yeah I would say the uh, the reason I called Michigan or Northern Midwest is I I made this a lot in college up and uh, I was went to school on the North Michigan coastline of Lake Superior and we'd get like two hundred and seventy inches of snow a year and it was just super <laughs> cold. So God, it was good at the time. My God. With cold beers. <laughs> While you were taking classes inside of an igloo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this is the frozen pie crust episode. Yeah. Are you generally a frozen pie crust guy or is this just is the only time you use frozen pie crusts? I only use it for this. Uh, and <laughs> I've made this version uh, with crescent rolls before. As in what, you just like rolled out some crescent rolls into a pan or something and then put yeah. the schmoo on top? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Schmoo, yeah. Okay, so you have said this is pretty simple, but as we, uh, as the wedgies set out to make this, or as as uh, Recipe Club listeners make this one, you got any words of advice, any potential pitfalls that you didn't mention in the instructions, things to look out for? Uh, yeah, pre-cook the pie crust, at least partially. <laughs> 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 oh gee, thanks, Brian. Appreciate that. Now, how? How? Let me. Okay, last thing. Like I said, you look like a a, a fit human being. How often are you actually eating this now, if ever? Never. <laughs> last time I had it was probably ten years ago. Yeah, I had to taper down. <laughs> right. I, yeah, yeah. I used to weigh quite a bit more, Chris. Yeah. So I hope someday to be able to say that too, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much for sending this in. It was uh, it, it was a learning experience making this one, and uh, appreciate this. I think it's just in time for us all to fatten up for winter. So uh, let's see how the wedgies did with it too. Okay, yeah, I'm happy you guys are doing it. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Recipe Club. Are we a little? Are we a little in? Are we a little into the Friday already? We are full Friday right uh, now. I Recipe love Club that. Fan. Ooh, full, boy. not like Ooh, incredibly boy. full Friday, but like relatively Friday right now. Yeah, like some Katy Perry Friday action going on here. <laughs> you mean? Don't you mean Rebecca Black Friday? What do you like? Any any number of any number of Friday songs though. Is there not a Katy Perry Friday yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last Friday night. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Which is totally a song that both you and I would have on playlists. <laughs> hey, what is the Rebecca Black one? That's Friday, Friday. That's right. That's right. Getting down on Friday. <laughs> Whoa. Well, as Get her uh, a record deal ASAP. <laughs> Brian, you don't even know. You don't even know. I listen. I just did karaoke on the Upper East Side like a champ the other night, man. I mean, I was crushing it. So you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Upper East Side karaoke. Yeah, that is. It was, dude. We sat down to eat, and the lady, she was like, "Y'all look really fun. We have karaoke. You guys are singing tonight." And I was like, "That was like that's the end of the conversation. Like it's gonna be a joke." And then she kept saying it, and then she locked us in. It was nuts. The single best New Year's Eve I've ever spent was at. Chris Ying's parents-in-law's gar- gar- like attic garage space where Chris what? basically created a, a he he created a karaoke machine like mm. by hooking up a bunch of different things and one of Jamie his wife's friends dogs bled all over the couch so Seth, <laughs> Seth spent the night using all of his tied to go pens that he just keeps on his person at all times cleaning up the dog blood he was like this is wait, my wait, what happened to, to the dog so, oh my god the dog got a nosebleed nothing nothing oh, for you okay, saying it wasn't true. like 
It wasn't like the dog got, had a laceration or something. No, you know, dogs as they have, you know, they'll have ble- bloody mouths, bloody noses, whatever. This dog is running around <laughs> and we were just karaoke in the dark, but there was like a motion sensor light. So anytime somebody passed by the hallway, this light would come on for seven seconds. And it was just like legit horror movie. Every time this light would come on, you would just see this trail of blood just like all over the crowd. And then people would look at it and then go back to singing. It was a, that was a fun time. What is this show that we're recording right now? Uh, Recipe Club. This is Recipe Club. And as you may have gathered, uh, our wedgies in residence today are none other, none other than Priya Krishna and Brian Ford. This is your ingredient, Brian. This is, this is the frozen pie crust episode correct anything that you guys have been eating or cooking lately that's been noteworthy something to talk about uh, i've been making a lot of chicken uh souvlaki pita sandwiches so like pita bread with the chicken on the skewer uh, red onions tzatziki sauce with you know homemade yogurt dill cucumber put lathering that on a little iceberg lettuce and then you know i just i don't know what's been going on with me man i think i'm pregnant <laughs> yeah, I've, been, I've been craving it i've been craving it here's the thing though so brian when we were when we had dinner together in new york you were like oh we're you know it, it was a situation where chang was going to order for the table you know it's like his yeah. his boys were the cooks and everything and we'd all just you know you kind of just watch and, and wait and priya you've experienced this too you sort of just like you watch the order go down then Brian, when Dave ordered the chicken, Brian was like, yes, oh, I love chicken. I fucking love chicken. <laughs> so the thing is, oh my God. this is my thing though. Like there are certain, there are certain people who, when they talk about a certain food, like you just want that thing. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like they're, yeah. you know, it, it's like when Brian says like, oh man, I love chicken. I'm just like, yeah. I, I think I love chicken too, because he's, it sounds really good when he says it. Chicken is the most, listen, it's the most, it's not, it's the most versatile protein, which like it, on paper, you might not think so. Like a lot of people shit on chicken breast for being dry and all that kind of thing. But chicken is underrated, man. I mean, you could get the cutlass, you can get the tenderloin, the breast, you can get the thighs, the whole legs with the skin and bones, or you can get boneless, skinless. Bro, chicken, you can't even... You can't even play with chicken. <laughs> I mean, I'm with you, but I mean, Priya, every day. Do we really think that chicken is underrated in the world, though? Like, chicken's very no, yeah, pretty ch- high. Chicken well, is heavily rated, heavily I, rated in America. I mean, ch- yeah, yeah, chicken is heavily rated. I just think people sleep on chicken when it comes to like, you know, people love steaks, people love fuck, you know, uh, pork roast, pulled pork, and all that kind of thing. I feel like those get a little more. Uh, oh, you had a steak last night. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're People, saying chicken's not Brian, cool. Brian, are you kidding? The hold that a roast chicken has on white women oh. in America? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> what is the time? How, far did, how long did it take before this group of people started shitting upon white women? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I, I, you know, I can't, I don't even know how to comment. Chris, how we comment? We got white women in our house right now. Like, what we... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I got to stand up for the white women. No, I don't. I, <laughs> Uh, Priya. Um, it is Diwali season. Yes, it is. Here, here in, I mean, I guess around the world. Uh, and so I made Shrikhand the other day, which is yogurt that you strain and then mix with saffron, cardamom, and sugar. And it is outrageous. And I've been eating that. It's so good. The recipes in Indianish, And I just think it's awesome. Um, and then I went to a Diwali party where um, Hina Patel from Besharam in San Francisco catered, and she made all this classic Gujarati food, and it was also just so good. So I've been like eating very well for Diwali. Mm. Oh man, oh that man, it's phenomenal. I miss I miss Hina's cooking. Last order of business before we finally, finally, finally get into today's episode is uh, your your weekly reminder that. Voting <laughs> is open <laughs> for this season's recipe of the year. Join the Discord. I'm not going to open the floor for debate here. I'm just going to say if you've been cooking along with us, if you cooked any recipe this season, even if you're the only one, even if you're the only one who decided to make the pineapple cheese casserole or whatever it is, we want to hear about it. We want we want to know that, you know, we want to show love to all the recipes. Let us know what you've been cooking and uh, a winner will be crowned based on this voting. Today, our theme was frozen pie crust. When I say frozen pie crust to you now, does that strike you as something that you want to be cooking with or, or you're staring clear of? Yeah, I mean, it. Uh, I, I, it's 
it's just it's tough to answer that question straight. I mean, there's just so many variables here. It depends on the mood I'm in, really. Right now, I would crush a frozen pie crust alone. I would just bake it and eat it. Um, so I think it has a time and place. <laughs> I love that. I, I, love that. I would just bake one right now and that eat it. That sounds like just something I would do. Dip it in coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Ever have a frozen pie crust baked and then just dipped it in coffee? No. You put no filling in it. Didn't even par bake it with the pie weights, nothing. Just bake that mug. It's buttery. What a, I mean, what look. a, what a life hack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Priya, here's a, here's a question, Priya. Brian just said, depends on where where I'm at. Right now, I would just bake a pie crust and eat it. <laughs> Where do you think he's at right now? <laughs> Just based on deductive reasoning, where where's Brian Ford at? <laughs> Brian Ford is it a is it a tough tough spot right now? <laughs> no, bro, Brian, wherever Brian Ford is at, I'm going to meet him there and finding less than an comfort hour. in a baked pie crust. Listen, actually, Brian, I don't even know why I'm laughing because one of my favorite snacks to eat while Seth is baking is to take the raw pie dough and dip it in jam mm. and eat it. Oh. Raw wow. pie dough? Yeah, raw, raw pie dough. Raw pie dough dipped in jam. I mean, yeah. big pieces or little pieces? <laughs> Wait, what? Like pretty, like, you know, like, like a Frito, Frito-sized pieces. Wow. So you make like a whole dipping mechanism for the jam with yeah, raw I pie just, crust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or usually yeah. whatever, I'll dip it in whatever like fruit compo- like fruit mixture he's made for the pie. Do yeah. you chew it or do you suck it down like a, a Nigerian fufu? I chew it. I chew it and then you get the little pockets of <laughs> it butter. It sounds like a... <laughs> oh, oh, you chew because it sounds like a fufu situation. You know what I'm talking about, where you yeah. take you take it and, and dip with a swallow. I, I'm gonna. I think the new swallow should be pie crust dough dipped in jam. This that, whole fucking let it go podcast. right. Get it go right down the throat. Let it go right down the throat. <laughs> this whole this whole fucking podcast podcast is a fufu situation. Uh, okay, well, neither one of those recipes are among the 16.7 million results you get when you do a Google search for frozen pie crust recipes. Uh, there are, you know, there's a there's a decent mix of stuff you get other than, you know, put some shit in a pie crust. You get homemade pie, pop tarts. Uh, people use it for samosas, for empanadas, mm. uh, all sorts Damn. of different variations. Frozen pie crusts have been around since about the 1950s. Here's my question, though. So in, in the 50s and 60s, frozen pie crusts become this this convenience that's available everywhere. Mm hmm. Because of like how popular stuff like frozen pie crusts were mm-hmm. in the 50s and 60s, how popular convenience foods were and like sort of as a reaction to that, like I feel like frozen food generally, if you ask the average person, has a negative connotation, right? Because everyone's like fresh, 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 and if it's frozen, it's broken. But like where are you on frozen food? Is it is it underrated like chicken? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think frozen <laughs> food is is the absolute best. Like as someone who is on the road, like every month I buy so many frozen vegetables and just, Mm. it's like the only way that I get like produce in my system when I'm home is having frozen vegetables. I freeze, I grate my cheese and then freeze it. I make dumplings and then freeze them. I freeze literally like everything. I make double the amount of soup, freeze a quart container of soup. Frozen soup. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> frozen? No, I had a you frozen. Just, you guys just eat it. You just eat it in the freezer. No, I've done it. I've done it. I've done it. I've done it. On a hot day? You know, like hot soup is for cold days? Frozen soup is for hot days. <laughs> Ain't nobody, that's a hot take. Ain't nobody ever said it. Is um, Hey, Priya, I should have asked you. Is, is Diwali the Indian equivalent of April Fool's Day? Are you guys just fucking with me today? What's happening right now? Like, you're it's eating nothing. raw dough dipped in jam, and this guy's eating poop, poop, I'm not poop, soup popsicles. <laughs> eating poop? I ain't never said that. I ain't never said that. Hey, I ain't never said that. This guy's eating poop. It's um, ridiculous. All right. Brian, talk to me. Talk to me from the baker's perspective. We're talking about frozen pie crust specifically and frozen goods. Uh-huh. Isn't pie crust one of the one of those things where like of course it's good frozen it's actually ideal for freezing in the same way that like you know peas are ideal for freezing yeah i don't know shit about peas to be honest but i can tell you that uh, he's talking about pie crust. <laughs> no i know i know but I'm, I'm just letting you know like the analogy is like went over my head uh but but <laughs> the reason uh pie crust serves uh uh well frozen is just because of kind of that chemical reaction that happens in the oven uh same reason you would freeze biscuit dough or anything like that because you get a nice pop you get you know what i'm saying the layers the butter and everything like kind of evens out so i think for you know any any kind of frozen buttery dough any kind of you know 
the biscuits, pie crust, uh, puff pastry. Puff pastry does great from frozen. Uh, Philo, Philo does phenomenally from frozen. Also, other great products to have in the freezer section of the grocery store. Because when you when you craving a quick spanakopita and you ain't trying to make Philo, boom, pop it in. So yeah, I think pie crust definitely benefits. But the butter is the is the thing that makes the because yeah. you want to bake from cold anyways. What you're saying, like all these like mm-hmm. these various doughs, anything that's sort of laminated or anything where you don't want you don't like, have to you don't have to. But but it definitely be- you you do get uh, um, I find that you get a crispier texture. Uh, and you do get the layers to kind of set better, uh, especially with biscuits. Um, pie, cr- pie crust is not exactly a layered situation unless you like laminate it or whatever. Like if you roll it, if you fold it. It's one it of those stuff. things where you don't want the flour and the butter to have like, com- you, you you want there to be pockets in order for like a Correct. flaky pie crust for, yeah. for whatever, yep. right? Like that's yep. the point of these things. A hundred percent. Yep. So yeah, I think that I think that a frozen pie crust is one of those things that lends itself very naturally to being a good product and not something that's like lesser because it's frozen. I would agree with that for sure. How often are you in in your baking? How often are you actually making pie doughs or or, or, or something analogous to pie? More frequently than usual, I've got a couple pies in my next cookbook. Uh, they're Argent, Argentinian torta ricotta. As a ricotta tart, tart pie, you know, come on now. So I, I think the same thing. Somebody, somebody might be like, well, Brian, the tart is now. That's the same to me. Um, and, uh, and another one with uh, um, Quinn Space called Fragola. But um, behind the scenes, I've been working on my cakes. I've been working on my pies. I've been working on my uh, cookies. I say behind the scenes because I don't really feel comfortable sharing that yet with my, with my following. You know what I'm saying? I'm just experimenting and chilling. Uh, so I've been... No, I'm serious. I've been I've been making probably for the past year. I've been making a few pies, a few different ideas and stuff like that. I, I think okay, so it's interesting because Brian, you're you know you by your own mission here. You know you're kind of like you're 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 experimenting in the pie world. <laughs> you're you're dipping a toe in, or it's not like you're it's not your primary focus. But I feel like I mean Priya, tell me if you feel differently. I think that and like pie makers, people who are like dedicated, like pie is my thing. Mm-hmm. tend yeah. to be like there's like a certain breed that it's just like i make pie and you're like oh can you make cakes and, and cookies and uh, biscuits too they're like no, no no like i'm a pie person when people talk about baking and pastry generally that group of people priya's husband among them like tend to be a certain <laughs> type of like it has to you know i'm thinking of taking everything into consideration like data wise like uh-huh. humidity and and temperature and time and and weighing my ingredients and doing everything right whereas when you talk to like grandma pie maker who makes the best pie you've ever had it's always just like feel it's just your oh, fingers yeah. are in the dough it's feel and i think that's more of a pie thing than it is like other baked goods yeah that's true like seth's mom is definitely a pie maker they're like sure. pie whisperers more than yeah. they're, they're like bakers yeah. you know what i mean they're not pie makers they're like pie whisperers i will say that making a great all right, so here's the this, the the distinction we have to make, Chris, as I as I open this bottle of wine, is uh there are great there are there are, there are there are great pies, and then there's just like pies, right? And yes. like I grew up, you know, when you at school, and you know, we've talked about potlucks so many times on this podcast, but like there'll be like a pecan pie from Walmart or whatever, and you eat it, <laughs> you eat it, and it's fine. Like you, like I've never had a Walmart pie and been like so upset like oh man this pie sucked I, i'm just yeah, like i love walmart tastes, pie it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a pie but getting from there to the great pie makers i mean there's great pies man i've had a great pie and that it's kind of life-changing honestly it's like when you have a great pie which is very rare it really can change your outlook and give you a little respect to them so okay they on the different they make pies but they make the shit out of them pies like they really make them pies and i think that's pretty impressive my friend erin mcdowell man she's a phenomenal pie maker man her she pies are amazing it's oh called my the God. book on pie i mean and the pies are banging so i, I had mean, her blueberry pie it was so ooh. good so nothing good. like a great pie man all right we are actually this is this is timely we're about to be in in the thick of pie season and uh dave and i we did a, a full month of pie last year but here what is the best two you can each have two bests and one worst. What are the best two flavors of sweet wow. pie? Brian Ford. I'll give you one best, and it's gonna it's gonna catch you off uh, off guard. 
because uh, I lived in Miami. I'm talking about a real key lime pie, a real one with actual. That's not going to catch me off. That's no, I, that's a great answer. With actual key limes, okay? Yes, that's correct. There's so many fake ones. So many. I'll eat the fake, fake ones, ones too. Key lime pie as a yeah, general I'll is delicious. I'll eat the fake ones too. But when I tasted the difference from a mug that was like picking these things and like, oh, I'm you know juicing, tasting them fresh. You know what I'm saying? I went and you know what I'm saying. Visited his cat. Was making these pies in the keys. I mean, it was life changing. It was literally life changing. So I think it's random, but I play with it. I play no, of with course. it. Of course, Priya, give me one of your best. Summer strawberry rhubarb, Ooh. cold weather pumpkin. Ooh. Okay, okay. Key lime pie is a life changer to me. I think yeah. generally, like the custard pies are is my favorite. Yeah, custard like a chess pies. pie, delicious. Mm. Citrus pies in general. I love a lemon meringue, honestly. All right, Brian, what's your worst pie? Mixed berry. I hate it. <laughs> hate it. I hate, wow, I hate so definitive. lace, la- you know, when they, when they overlap the crust and all that kind of thing. And then it's just a bunch of like blackberries and raspberries and blueberries. Like, I don't get it. I don't get that. I don't want it. Um, please don't ever serve it to me. Wow. Okay. Priya, worst pie. I just really don't like pecan pie. Mm. Oh, just wow. going to say it. I just, I, fi- I find it to be like saccharin. And you don't get the like gooiness, the like like the hyper gooey stuff that you get from another pie. And then it doesn't give you the smooth texture I get in a pumpkin pie. I just find Ooh. it to be kind of useless as a pie. Oof. My worst pie might be useless. pumpkin pie. Wow. That's fair. No, that's real. I mean, <laughs> I understand why people don't like pumpkin pie and think it's overrated. I just like haven't. I just love pumpkin pie. Like, I can't yeah. even explain why I love it, it, it so much. It is really good. It just, like, the hold it has on me. It's like, strawberry rhubarb, I can explain logically why I like it. There's many logical reasons. Pumpkin pie, I'm just like, I don't know. I just love it. it- <laughs> <laughs> Come to think of yeah. it, pumpkin pie is pretty phenomenal. And I'm talk- I am talking about the Walmart ones. Because that's how, when we had a... Uh- when I used to celebrate Thanksgiving, now I'm just kidding. Uh, but when we grew up, <laughs> when we grew up, uh, pumpkin pie from Walmart, bro. Also, not a Walmart ad. I'm just saying that's what it was. What a and, Walmart love. Well, I mean, I grew up with Walmart stuff in my house, and their pumpkin pies were good. So I, I undeniably ground ginger and cinnamon and whatever pumpkin spices are delightful to smell. I just think that like there's nothing about pumpkin pumpkin as a gourd mm. that makes sense to me as a dessert or food i just oh man i think that I pumpkin might not be edible i think it might not be an edible gourd i think it's a decorative gourd uh but we're not, none of these are the pies that we made this week um we got a lot of suggestions from you all listeners uh sweet and savory we had a curry rice pie an italian ricotta pie a Manitobian braised pork tortiere. But Brian, you, you steered us in the direction of the upper Midwest for Brian yeah. Alexander's Michigan taco pie. Why'd you choose this, buddy? All right. Do you guys really want to know? I've been waiting. I've been holding on to this. Do y'all really want? It took me a minute to get back. I was busy and I was reviewing. I was trying to figure this out. I was looking at all these options, man. These are some really great pies. Um, y'all really want to know why I chose it? <laughs> so I, I went back and reread <laughs> I went back and reread this thing, and it says, and I quote, I'm a big white boy. <laughs> All right. The guy, whoever submitted it says, I'm a big white boy. If 65 years old can still be called a boy. <laughs> uh, I'm saying it in comparison to your big Asian boy club. We have a club. So can we have a club in his defense. It's called the Big Boy Asian Club. We define ourselves as the Big Boy Asians. I didn't know any of that. And <laughs> I still didn't until right now. But if I could be completely honest, I died when I saw that. I died. Uh, and I was like, I got to pick this from the big white boy. Because, yeah. I mean, we can't, I pretend can that. That, that, we can't pretend that wasn't on in the, in the email. I can see that if you weren't aware of the Big Boy Asian Club, this looks like a real spicy 65-year-old big white boy coming at us, just calling us big Asian boys. I got yeah, I, I, I can see that. Uh big love to the, the big love to my boy Big White, Jeremy. It's my dog. Um and then I realized it was basically <laughs> I realized it was basically Frito pie in a frozen pie crust. So I was right. like, duh, like you already know I'm gonna pick that because that's gonna be real good. 
That's right. So he he refers to it as a typical Midwest recipe. And I, I let's listen. This is opening. This is opening a certain can of worms. And I think we should face head on here because. You know, he's 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 aware of himself. He's aware that he's bringing a typical Midwest big white boy recipe to us. And he's uh, probably also aware that none of us are Midwesterners. And I think there's probably like an assumption among us of like what we're going to get with the Midwest recipe. So I want us to face our own biases head on here. Priya, you hear Midwestern food, Midwestern recipe from a big, big white boy. What do you what do you think? I think of exactly this recipe. <laughs> like like bring on bring on the meat. Like that that voice. <laughs> that voice. That was like that was like Gambit from the X-Men. That was like a Cajun Creole voice. That was not not but okay. So safe to say though, like a little bit of mm, nose thummery at like a Midwestern I mean, recipe. I, I, I would, I would just say that, like, if I could think of like the food that's most opposite to the food I grew up with, it would be that food. So, yes, I of course I have biases. I grew up in like an Indian vegetarian household. <laughs> you didn't grow up with a pound of a, a, a burger meat and a can of manwich. <laughs> you didn't grow. Up, you yes, didn't grow we up should, with the good stuff. So we should get into this one. And one of the things I love most about this, I what I really. The th- the single thing I love most about this recipe is his ingredients list is just yes. one of each thing. Yes. It is one frozen pie crust, one pound of hamburger. Side note, anybody who refers to ground beef as hamburger is is getting an A plus in my book. One big bag of Fritos, one can of man, one can of manwich, one packet of taco seasoning, one can of sliced black olives, one container of sour cream, and one bag of shredded cheddar cheese. By the way. Every recipe should just be reduced one, to I totally units agree. of one. I love it. You know it. what I mean? Everything. I love how out of all of that, the olives are optional. Like, I love how there's like <laughs> this like supposed forethought of like actually so, from a well, flavor Well, so here's, here's why. I, I spoke to Brian and I asked him why those were optional. And he did say, because this is his mom's recipe and she never put them in, he can't just like in good conscience, just insert mm. black olives into her recipe without making them optional because he likes them. You got to respect the respect for, for, for mom's recipe. But wow. basically what you're doing is you are cooking that pound of hamburger in the manwich sauce with the taco seasoning and the black olives. And then you are crushing up Fritos, putting them at the bottom of your frozen pie crust, layering on the, the meat melange, a <laughs> layer of sour cream on top, <laughs> a layer of cheese and then more crumbled Fritos and you're baking that until it's um, <laughs> a pie, I guess. So that's the, that is the recipe. That's what we're talking about. When we talk about a Midwestern recipe. I, I admit that <laughs> I probably had like the most negative outlook on this thing. Like I'm facing my coastal eliteness head on. Like I look at this thing and I'm just like, fuck this man. You never had Frito pie. I've had Frito pie, but like, honestly, like as a joke, like I don't think Frito pie is good. Like I don't like Frito pie. I'm gross. Let let it it be known. Let it be known from here and forever. Like I'm a gross person, but like I'm gross in a different way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like this kind of stuff that feels like a (laughs) dare. I'm always like, ha ha, I get it. But like, I don't want it. But what I'm trying to say is it's not a joke. Like people, this is like sustenance. And there's also something to the fact that this is, it should very much be said. This is a recipe that utilizes, it's not expensive. It's not an expensive bunch of ingredients to buy. It's all stuff off the shelves. Your pack of taco seasoning is 79 cents. You know, everything like the beef is the most expensive thing, but I'm not trying to be an elitist. I'm just saying I went into this with a little bit of trepidation and and the beef doesn't have to be the most expensive thing if you do it chopped cheese style you can get the frozen burger patties and you yeah. can like that and they cheap i See? i did i did it like that yeah you wait brought do the you patties all... and chopped it up yeah mm-hmm. hmm. this episode is brought to you by thomas's thomas's presents technique with tom slicing an english muffin with a butter blade boulder dash just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor for each one is unique like a snowflake thomas's huzzah a toast to breakfast this episode is brought to you by viore i love sports i know you do too i also know that lots of you exercise but if you're like me and my wife the the beloved sports gal 
you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA, I make calls, I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it, you can work out in it, you can go outside, you can go shopping down in your local wherever, and you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. This episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven. Cold slurpy drinks and a hot summer day are a match made in heaven and your favorite refreshment just got even better. Let's talk about 7-Eleven's $1 small slurpy drink with seven rewards. It's the classic frozen fizzy treat you can't get anywhere else. I'm a blue raspberry guy. Just know that about me. Know that I'm going to be going forward. Anytime there's a drink like this, I'm in on the blue raspberry. If you're feeling thirsty, feeling thirsty right now, how about going to visit a 7-Eleven valid through 1725. 7-Eleven has the right to end this promotion early, plus tax, participating U.S. stores. See app for full terms. All rights reserved. Let's let's talk about the experience of actually making this thing. Brian, why don't, why don't you lead us off? How did this go for you? Here's the thing, man. Pro move. Pro move. Frito barbecue twist. Frito. Oh, that's the flavor. That's the flavor twist. to go with. Okay. Yes. Pro move. All right. So I got the. Uh, I did not make pie crust. I don't. You know what I'm saying. Uh, I got the frozen joint, and it was dope. And then I use Frito's barbecue twist. I use also. I think, I don't know what the brand is. Like, it's like Bubba's or something, but the frozen burger patties, hit it chopped cheese style. I didn't, you know, I didn't like say a pound, whatever. I just like took, I just took them out the box, pop, 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 put some A, peppers and onions. Don't forget, you know, don't forget to, to season and flavor that meat. Peppers, onions, salt, pepper, garlic powder, paprika. Put some, you know, get it, give it, give it a look good. Um, a little cilantro if you feel in Hispanic, which I am. So I added, so, you know what I'm saying? I had a little cilantro in there as well, just to kind of give it that, uh, uh, it was smoked paprika anyway, and a little bit of cayenne. So I chopped it up, boom, boom, like that. Uh, and it's pretty straightforward. Other than that, I mean, that's probably the most special thing I did. Did you use manwich? No, 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 no. I used... Um, Wait, and did, did you use taco seasoning? No, no, no. I never <laughs> used taco seasoning. I can't. No, I, yeah, yeah. Thanks for asking the pointed questions to me, too. Because I'm like, I like, no, man, I never, ever, ever use taco seasoning because I feel like taco seasoning is just like, uh, it's just such a, I'm not going to say, I'm not Mexican, man. All right. So I can't say it's insulting, right? I'm Honduran. We don't even make tacos, really. Uh, but no, I don't use taco seasoning because I feel like it, it, it's just, it's, uh, I use sasongoya. I put a little sasongoya in there, which is a more concentrated, like mm-hmm. MSG, mm-hmm. achiote. Uh, powder that gives you a little bit more of the flavor that I like. There was a little sasongoya in there, and then I kind of just make my own little blend. It's like I don't use uh, seasoned salt anymore. I used to use Tony's a lot. You know, I was making like frying shrimp or whatever. But I realized like I could just like I could make it fit my palate a little bit better. I, I think they're a little bit too salty. They're a little too salty for mm. me. So you can kind of control the salt level in those mixes. Um, so and then I use Hormel, no beans, chili because I actually couldn't find Manwich at two and you know what i'm saying look i went to two stores man i went to two two whole stores that's a whole that's a lot of time that's like two hours out of my day so you know i was like damn i can't find this manwich uh but i had a bunch of hormel uh sitting in my cabinet so i was like i'm gonna just use the hormel no beans all right because if i had bean chili it wouldn't have really it wouldn't have really hit the same um i don't think hormel and manwich are exactly the same but it pretty much captures the same uh idea in a can so I went with that. Any other questions? All right. So barbecue twist Fritos yeah. into your pie crust. Yes. Did you yes. cook from frozen or did you bake did you bake off the crust first? No, I did it. I didn't uh, par bake. This is not the kind of thing that you want to take time to to you know look, if you're par baking and and using pie weights or wasting a bag of rice to 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 bake this thing, like don't do that. You know, a lot of people do that. They'll waste beans as pie weights or waste rice and just like bake it. And I'm like, you better be making a really good pie if you're wasting two cups of rice. Period. Uh unless unless you 
you cook baked rice, which I guess it's possible. I mean, I don't really know. You should never waste rice. Anyone that wastes rice, I'm coming for you. We don't play that. Crazy as shit. Okay, so <laughs> did you make the pie or what? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you asked. You asked. I don't know what I asked, man. No, I said, but did you, you car make the pie crust? <laughs> so then what happened next? Well, uh, what happened next is I, I mean, no, so I didn't par bake the crust. Okay, fine. I'll give you the, I'll give you the short and sweet. I didn't par bake it. I just threw it all in there and baked it for about, honestly, about an hour. It was pretty loaded, man. I mean, it was, I didn't measure out like a pound of beef. I just kind of like, it was like a pound seems like a lot to me. Right. Like, so I just made a bunch and it was super, it was like, um, it was a casserole. I mean, it was really, really, uh, it was like shepherd's pie. I, it felt like I had that, I had to eat it with a spoon. You know, it, it didn't necessarily come out and I sliced it up like a pie. I, I just ate it out the, uh, out the tin with a spoon. And I mean, it was really good. <laughs> what do you mean you didn't measure out a pound of you just like went up to your cow and you cut off a piece that was like a pound what you thought was a pound no because like, I, I had the frozen burger patties oh okay, okay, okay. so i just i just took like six of them okay yeah okay oh, boy, ask so many questions coming at me <laughs> let's switch over to priya for a second uh how did this go for you priya <laughs> I'd like to start earlier in the process uh, to when I went grocery shopping. These are ingredients I don't usually find at the store. So it was like I was going to aisles I had never gone to. And, you know, I'm getting my taco. My cart is filled with like olives and taco seasoning. And I'm walking through the. I'm like really out of it walking through the grocery stores. Free has never been up. to the center aisles of a grocery store, guys. It's fresh or nothing <laughs> okay, over here. Okay, no, no. I buy so I, I buy so much frozen shit. It's mostly the frozen frozen aisle and cheese and tofu is really. I, I admit I also had a hard time finding the manwich, but I've been down that manwich aisle. I know. So <laughs> in the aisle. So which which leads me to the story. I'm like walking down. I'm super out of it. This girl comes out to me and goes, "Oh my god! Like, are you Priya Krishna?" I love Indianish. It's really like taught me how to make like so much like fresh, vibrant, like like nice, easy weeknight <laughs> meals. As you hide the man, which <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 it gets worse. I'm like, oh my god, thank you so much. And then I'm walking around. I cannot find the man, which, and so I go up to this like sh the like like one of the employees of the store, and I'm like really loudly. I'm like, excuse me. Can you help me find the man wish? And the lady who had just stopped me is like checking out and staring at my cart filled with Fritos, yeah. taco seasoning, and, and sour cream. Oh, my oh, Fria. Oh, Fria. It's just like, I literally, we made eye contact and I wanted to be like, it's it's not what it looks like. <laughs> Wait, okay. Did you? So, but you eventually he he guided you to the manwich section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got can I, uh, to the can manwich I section. Did you see multiple mm, variations of manwich in yeah, your grocery yeah, store? Yeah, I did. I saw a couple variations. You went with the original. I went with original, and I went with original Fritos. But I did okay. go with extra spicy taco seasoning. Okay, I went. I because there was like another manwich product that was called like thick and chunky. And I was like, what the fuck is in this that's making it thick and chunky, though? Like, I, like, but as, like, just as a general question, like, man, I don't know. Like, man, which is just supposed to be the sloppy Joe sauce. It's not supposed mm. to have the meat in okay, it, right? Like, I thought it had the meat in it. And I was so confused. I was like, why am I buying hamburgers? <laughs> and then, like, adding other meat to it, right? But it's supposed to be the sauce. I think Hormel chili is just man, which sauce with meat. I mean, bro, it's all the same thing. It tastes the same. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it does. It, it tastes the same to me, but it's just, yeah. I think that's true. But okay, so Priya, you got manwich, you got extra spicy taco seasoning, you got all the ingredients. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this girl made, like, continued making eye contact with me as I checked out. So I, get, I got home. I followed the directions on the back of the manwich can, which instructed you to cook, fully cook your meat first, then add the manwich. Sure. What? what? No, I mean, that's how Alampasar does it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Like Go the ahead. instructions were like dump everything and cook it all together. But I was like, okay, I'll just like cook the meat. And then I added everything else. I made my little mixture. I added the taco seasoning. I tasted it. And I was like, you know what? This isn't half bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so you're into the flavor. Got it. So I took out the pie crust and I was like, and Seth was like, Seth was like, you want it to be frozen. Like, don't, he was like, don't thaw your pie crust. Like, take it out from frozen, fill it, and then um, mm. stick it in the oven. And so I start to like do, you know, to line with the Fritos, to put the stuff on. And the man witch is literally like cooking the pie crust. Mm -hmm. My pie crust is like melt is like melting and getting like shiny and sweaty. So it literally becomes like a race against time to like put all the layers on. Like I'm like throwing Fritos all over the top. Seth is just like, you can't let it get too melty or your pie will be totally fucked. And so I just like, it was really messy. I didn't end up like do getting a full layer of sour cream. Cause I was just like really stressed about like getting this done in time. And the man, which was just like, it was just, it, and it was also the man, which was like oozing over the pie. Um, I ended up putting the pie on like a sheet pan just to like prevent oozing further oozing. Cause it was so much, so much meat for the size of pie crust. I think I got like yep. a nine inch pie crust. It was a lot of meat for this pie crust. You used a full pound? Did you pound it out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did a chopped cheese style just like you, Brian. Uh, um, I bought like okay. the hamburgers and then I like in the pan. How? Like, like with, the, with the spatulas like that? You hit them like that? <laughs> I did with, well, with a single one. Yeah, I just kind of okay. did that. Oh, okay, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I baked it and uh, I baked it for like, an, I ended up baking it for like 55 minutes, I think. Came out, the crust was like nice and flaky. Uh, and, you know, pie, not half bad. It sort of reminded me of, oh, there's like a scene in Friends where Rachel combines like a trifle recipe and like a Tastes meat like recipe feet. yeah <laughs> and 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 joey's like 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 i don't i don't know what you're talking about like like berries good meat good <laughs> like like i literally i was eating it and i was just like you know fritos good sour cream good <laughs> meat good <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like it, it's so wrong it's right kind yeah. of was my reaction like i kind of loved how the sour cream kind of like cooked and yes. like congealed a little bit in that layer um the cheese was just like so gooey and melty i honestly should have doubled the cheese i didn't mm. include all of the cheese from the bag this like honestly was an absolute nightmare for my acid reflux like <laughs> i spent I, sp <laughs> I spent the rest of the night on the couch and then on the toilet Eey. Yeah, it was terrible for your acid reflux and for your public perception. Now that that woman's out there, I saw this on page six already. I saw a photo of you just like with a can of manwich in your hand. Damn, just they caught your ass with this man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just wondered what that girl went home and like told her friends, or like maybe she totally forgot about it. But she was just like so effusive and so kind. Like, oh, your recipe. I bet so she went great. home and she's like, oh, I thought I saw Priya Krishna today. <laughs> She, went, she has to know you're on Recipe Club, though. She has to know you're on Recipe Club. She, she real. So That's true. She gonna That's know, true. Be like, she'll put two and two together be like, she's probably making some Chris Ying recipe or something. <laughs> <laughs> pro pro that's that's probably right, that right. is probably true. I um I agree that this was not half bad, but where I disagree <laughs> is I think this was all bad. <laughs> I did not I did not enjoy this at all. I did I I um I did not enjoy the the taste sensation in my mouth of this food. Um but I don't want to pin it all on Brian Alexander. A bunch of this was my fault. I've had like a bad streak of like screwing up recipes for recipe club recently and i and i i screwed it up in a few crucial ways one when i went to buy my meat i bought like this is like this is this is this is all i this is what i deserve i was like oh you know recipe club's foot in the bill i'm gonna buy this like pound of grass-fed wagyu ground beef here oh damn and cook with this and there's like a time and a place for grass-fed beef. And I believe very much in like pasture beef. And I think like it's crucial for the future of meat eating. But that time and place is not in a fucking manwich taco pie. It tastes, you do not want grassy taste in your Frito pie. Like I am such a moron for buying that. Like you want exactly what you got. You just want like corn-fed hamburger. 
that has no taste to it. That's just like, this is been frozen for two years. It's been frozen for two years. <laughs> you hack it up. It goes in there with the man, witch. it mingles with the man, witch, and then just becomes like texture. So like I screwed up in that way. Number one, number two, I also, I used taco seasoning. I had some hope in the back of my head that like, even if I didn't like this, I was like, my kids will like this. My kids will like pie crust, Fritos, ground meat, cheese, sour cream, more Fritos. Like they're going to dig this. So I went and I bought against like all my better judgment. I bought like mild taco seasoning, mm. like store brand mild taco seasoning. And it's disgusting. It tastes really gross. It tastes really gross. Like I think that like you, it's if you ever cook, if you cook ever. You have enough spices in your fucking cabinet yes. to like make this taste yes. like something. You don't need yes. a taco seasoning packet. Just put whatever you like yeah. in there and make it taste yeah. good. Yes. 100% Brian, like I think you need to add onions and garlic and and peppers or whatever you want. You could throw fucking peas in here. You can throw anything in here just like <laughs> make this taste. Peas, what's, what's with the peas, Chris? <laughs> is Today's there something episode, you need to tell Today's us? Today's episode of Wrestling Club is brought to you by Bird's Eye. Uh, I don't know. I got peas. I got pea brain. Peas on my pea brain. <laughs> no, nah, but you're right, Chris. That is gross. It's gross. <laughs> the seasoning. That taco seasoning is gross. I also did not understand entirely like what was happening. Like ostensibly man which is seasoned. <laughs> Like, what am I at? What is this other thing I'm doing here? Like, just add fucking You're adding like crushed tomatoes. And sodium. Yeah, just add tomatoes and salt and like some other yeah. stuff that you like. That was my bad, buying the wrong taco seasoning. Even worse than that, I like, I'm sometimes like, I'm trying to like stick to the letter of the law on like recipes like this. I'm sitting here, I'm starting, I'm mixing manwich together. And I was like, I literally just made like ground beef for like, tostadas two nights ago and i have like a bunch of leftovers in my refrigerator like why did i just like cook this with the delicious thing i already made mm-hmm. is insane to me i think that the the one thing oh, the one thing i want to say in like defense of the 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 taco seasoning is actually that especially the mild there's actually not that much in there it's like garlic powder, salt, yeah. and then it's cornstarch and like maltodextrin. So really, the one thing it does do is it gives like a sauce some body to it and like mm-hmm. gels a little. So you have like a little bit more, uh, uh, you know, the sauce isn't just like watery. But, you know, I screwed that up. I did avoid the problem you had, Priya, because like I cooked the meat mixture and I was like going to dump it into my pie crust. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like you cannot dump hot pie mix into cold pie crust like you have to let it chill you gotta let it chill you gotta let it chill otherwise you're gonna like melt your dough to to goo it's gotta be cold ideally the meat exactly i put my cooked it let it come down to room temp and then threw it in the fridge and did it later i I guess i didn't explain that part i I had zero (laughs) i had no time for that (laughs) uh so I think you got you to cool the filling. And then, I mean, I hear you, Brian. I'm like, you don't want to spend a bunch of time. This is not like a labor intensive thing. But I would say if you are, if you are out of time, if you are running short on time, like you should just dock that crust and like throw it in the oven for a little bit while you're making the meat mixture. Because like if you're going to throw hot, hot meat <laughs> yeah. into dough, like at least have the dough cooked off a little bit and it'll hold together a little better. Other than that, like, I don't know. I don't know what man witch is. I, I don't know how much sodium I fucking consumed with this thing. I, I know, right? Like, just make it, make make a filling however you want to make it. I think you can make this, like, shepherd's pie is a good mm-hmm. uh, uh, comparison. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't like Frito pie. The texture for me of this thing was, like, a little bit of a nightmare. My pie crust was overcooked, too. 45 minutes is a long-ass time, he says, to put it in the oven. But this was a textural nightmare. I messed up on the flavors. I would make some version of it again. I would, I, you know, like I think that a, a shareable pie with like a savory filling and potato chips on top would mm-hmm. be good, you know. But I don't know that I can give this a strong endorsement. I don't know. I feel bad. I feel like I, I'm, I'm betraying. I, I don't think it's about that you're betraying. I mean, it's it's look, I grew up in Louisiana, man. I grew up in New Orleans. So for me, something like that, it's quite normal. I mean, I would get it once a week at lunch. I mean, I would yep. get Frito pie. I would get uh, chicken tenders, macaroni. I would get catfish. I would get red beans and rice. I get, uh, uh, you know, that like for me, when I see Frito pie, I think it's dope because I just under, I just I've had it. I mean, I was when I was a kid and I think a lot of our sensory elements, like the way it works is like, if you've had something when you were a kid and you like, I ate uh, mayonnaise sandwiches, 
maybe not a lot of people did that. So, you know, if you see, if I see a mayonnaise sandwich, I'll eat it, <laughs> you yeah. know, even right now. No, Brian, I totally agree. I don't want to yeah. yuck anyone's yum here. <laughs> <laughs> this like definitely touched on my like sodium loving Tex-Mex rooted, yes. you know, upbringing. Yes, yes. For sure. I feel that. By the way, the other day I said to... Like my daughter was like, oh, is that going to be spicy about something? And I was like, yeah, it's good. And I was like, don't yuck my yum. And she was like, don't yum my yuck. Like, <laughs> Whoa. Oh my God, Ruby is so smart. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Like, Don't yum my yuck. True. <laughs> Yo, that's wild. I never, I never thought about it that way. She's like, let me hate what I hate. Like, don't try to tell me this is yummy. <laughs> like, wow. Don't tell me what's yummy. Don't and I'm yum feeling that a little yuck. bit right here. Like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to like mess with it. I, th- I think that people who love Frito pie, you know, adding pie crust to it can't be a bad thing at the end of the day. But I would say the man which taco seasoning beef thing, you can do better. You can do better with, with without trying. I'll say, I, I, I do want to say actually this. I do want to say this. The pie crust is not necessary here. It, it is it not. Doesn't, it is doesn't not. really make, it, it's like, it. I personally don't think it adds anything to this. It, it, it sure, buttery, uh, flaky breadiness can can aid most things in the world. I mean, like if you put anything in front of me, like and then you put bread with it or or dough or whatever, like you could figure it out. But like it doesn't mean it's always necessary. And I just I just I don't. I'm like, bro, it could, it could be just remove the pie crust and put that in a bowl, and I'll yeah. mess it up just like that with chips. Fritos, yeah, with chips. With, with, yeah. You know, get the Frito scoops right. Scoop it out. They have Frito scoops, right? Or I'm making that up. Tostitos scoops. Tostitos scoops. Okay, we'll get the Tostitos scoops. <laughs> Scoop it up. <laughs> you know, and then you're getting the crunch. You're getting all the salt and fat you need from the, from the you know, mine was double. I had the meat from the Hormel and the sauce plus the, the chopped beef. So I had a nice thick, and then when I let it set in the freezer, it kind of got gelatinous a little bit, uh, almost like a soup dumpling or a, or a saltenia where like, that the soupiness will bake slowly over time. So it, mm-hmm. that's why I say I ate it with a spoon because it almost came out like this nice, like meaty soup. I found that the pie crust ain't made no sense. It might've made more sense if you had a uh, double layer pie. Like if I put another layer of, that's what I fucking should have done. If I put <laughs> another layer of pie dough on top of it and enclosed it, that mm. might've been a vibe. But open layer with more Fritos on top, it was a little strange, the pie crust, but that's the only, I mean, I'm not going to, I thought it, you know, I ate it. <laughs> it tastes, reminded me of being in, in fit grade or whatever. So that's all cool. <laughs> honey buns, honey buns and Frito pie. That's how I got so, down. <laughs> so Brian, we've reached the end of your, your ingredients. Tell, r- riddle me this. What was the, what was your favorite thing? I'm not going to tell you, like, vouch for something on Discord, whatever, whatever, whatever. But, like, if people are still thinking about making some stuff you've made this season, what was the best thing you made on this season of Recipe Club? I'm glad you asked me because I am not going to lie to you. Um, as I said before in, in a text between me, you, and Rachel, it is the pork ball soup with Napa cabbage and seaweed. I buy Napa cabbage twice a week now, like little ones, you know what I'm saying? They got some big ones at Food Bazaar. The cilantro roots. I still get cilantro roots. God, man. That, that, you know, I don't even, I don't eat much pork because I eat pretty much exclusively chicken as we discussed earlier because chicken is the best. But the pork ball soup has me with ground pork in my fridge once every couple of weeks now. And it, it's just, it's so simple and so good. Like legit. Um, Priya, this was, this was your, this is your last episode as well before we get into the finale. Whether it was yours or not, whether you were doing a guest on another Wedgies episode, what was the what were your what was your favorite thing you cooked this season? I think it was yogurt tortillas. Mm. I really, I just that was like a real lifesaver to have. And I I cooked so many. I had them in my freezer. They heated up wonderfully. They went with everything. You could eat them by themselves, just like slathered with butter. As like yeah. someone who just hates bread making, it just made it so much easier. I think, yeah. That has to be the They're one. They're very delicious. And I saw somebody on the Discord was trying to make them and they were like, oh, they came out tough. And I will say, I will say this one thing about like, because like my first one or two came out tough, but like you're not trying to brown the tortilla when you're cooking it at first. Like if you're, if you're, if your tortilla is like coming out all browned, then you've overcooked it. <laughs> like you've made a, a, a quesadilla yeah. from yeah. raw. So like hot pan, 35 seconds aside. And that's some like light bubbling, like golden bubbles. <laughs> Ooh, you disagree with my timing, Brian? 
No, I, no, 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 not at all. I was just, I wasn't part of that episode and I haven't made that recipe yet. And I, I just started reminiscing about my mom's story. I just went on a whole thing in my brain. Like we I cut you out of the Plothidos rest, uh, episode. We cut you out of the tortilla episode. Oh, it's, not like... about, it's not about cutting out. It's, it's, you know, y'all need, you know what I'm saying? Y'all need to get down with it too. I've been, I've been eating platanos since I was age zero. That's true. That's true. Uh, all right. So a couple more episodes from this season, but plenty more fun to be had, including stuff that these guys I've not briefed them on yet. Next week is our last regular season ingredient. It's spinach. It's going to be, we'll have Dave back. Rachel's back. Like I said, a couple of special episodes coming before the season ends. And then don't forget to check out the video of all this. We're going to, we're going to see how Brian and Priya and myself survived the Michigan taco pie. It's a different feed, so switch over to the Recipe Club TV feed to see that. There's links to the recipes on this podcast description and in the Discord. Brian's recipe for uh, this Michigan pie is in there, the other Brian. And so sign up there. And uh, yeah, anything you guys want to add before we let these people back to their normal, not insane lives? I just think (laughs) it's crazy that Dave faked a concussion so he wouldn't have to confront me (laughs) about the green beans. (laughs) wait what it's all coming out of the i think i think you know what though priya i think if you if you and dave don't encounter one another again until the finale that's where this main event fight has to happen i'm just not excited about that get your get your popcorn ready fam that's all i gotta say i need you to i need you to get your shit together you are a debater come on like you cannot lose this guy i know i i won't I mean, I won't. <laughs> well, Chris, you have skin in this game too, right? Because it's your recipe. <laughs> yeah. I don't have skin in this game. Stop. Yes, he does. Skin it's it's this game. literally skin your this recipe. Game. He definitely yes, you has do. skin in this it's game. It's your recipe, bro. Like, you have so much skin in it. Like, own it. <laughs> I'm with you. Look, I could be Team Chris if you if you need me to. But you got to convince me, man. You can't He's come with right. this. Like you know, I, don't know where I, I don't know where my allegiances lie <laughs> right now. It's like, my allegiance is up for grabs. You know my friend, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody.